Weekends, a fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. Uh, I'm uh, forever your host, Fitz. I'm the ASFL commissioner as well and uh, GM of the Chilton Stallions. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Flem, as usual. How are you doing, Flem? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't if, if you hadn't guessed, I've got a new toy to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what I've done is I've, uh, I've I've got myself a soundboard, so I've got loads of stuff going on. I've I've, I've got uh, songs to, to the GMs. That, yeah, I'm, I've got oh, far too much time on my hands. Far too much time on my hands. Dangerous <laughs> to let you, you be wanna, in control. Do you, do you want to hear your songs, Pitts, while we're here for the Stallions? Uh, oh, go on then. I mean, I was expecting something a lot worse, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll no, take that. and in fairness, you come out of it quite well, I think. I'll take that. Sport. I'll take that. Well, let's not let's not forget we've got a third with us uh, this week. Uh, we've got Baza, Barry Rankin of the oh, Grizzlies. I'm How are you doing, Barry? You like that one, Baz? My my daughter will love that one, so so I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. Anyone anyone who's been I, on I, a holiday I, I, village I, I, holiday will know all about that song. Yeah, the the the, the commission got away a bit better than I did. But uh, <laughs> we'll take that. Well, we'll hear, I'm looking forward now to hearing the other uh, theme tunes for some of the other teams in our Anglo Scott Fantasy League. Um, guys, we've uh, we've had a week off, and and we'll address that later on in the pod. But let's uh, let's dive straight into our usual uh, segment in the start of the show, which is our what three things. doesn't get any better that does it i mean i i, I actually it's growing on me but the first time you played yeah. it i was like who the fuck is that and then i realized it was you <laughs> yeah uh it's growing on me it's going on me guys right, so let's dive in right uh what three things basil what's your thing this week so my, my one pretty basic it is you know the resurgence of the the, the new york teams so obviously both guys <laughs> both the Giants and the Jets um, carry on mate carry on <laughs> alright posting very good strong winning records um, basically 5-2 and 6-1 and, uh, and one. the question is do we believe it's going to continue are they going to make the playoffs or not I mean I don't know I I, I, I mean oh. look at the Giants they're in a competitive division the East has got the Eagles undefeated and the Cowboys, who've done well without Prescott. So they'll probably make the playoffs, but that's going to be tough, right, for them. And they've, they'll probably find it a bit tougher going down the stretch. Uh, I don't know. The Jets, I'm really not sure about. I've been so used to them being awful for so long. I don't think in fantasy I've drafted a Jets player. I don't think ever. No, I, don't think I, I, I drafted my first Jets player this year. Um, I had uh, the tight end Conklin, uh, Con- Conklin, Conklin, yeah. I only had him for two or three weeks. Uh, just an alternative, and he's gone again. I don't know. Um, Did you not have Forte when he was there? Was Forte there? Oh God, me! I think it's been ten years, mate. Maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> what do you? So hold on. So Baz, what do you think? What you're suggesting? What that they're both going to make the playoffs? Like, what's, so it's, what's it's, a, it's generally it's just, the first thing is just startling how both of them are on the up at the same time, considering yeah. almost through the entire period of the league that we've been doing this, they yeah. have been nothing sort of shit. 
So it's basically trying to understand whether is it a fluke or are they on the upper trajectory and will they make the playoffs? And I just want to try and make this easy for you to understand how similar the two of them are, which is most of their wins have come against teams with a losing record, right? Uh, both of their losses for the Jets against the Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, Giants lost against the Cowboys, so again, strong winning record teams. But when they have the remaining schedule, 10 games, both of them have five games against teams with winning records, right? So it's really interesting when you look at it and you're like, well, there, there's little to split them, right? Yeah. Main thing, though, for the Giants, though, is they are in the wild card spot along with the Cowboys because nobody else in the NFC has a winning record in second spot. Yeah. Right. Whereas in the AFC with the Jets, they're in a dogfight with Bengals and the Chargers. So by process of elimination, I think the Giants will make the playoffs, even though they're in a really strong division and they, yeah. they have to play the Eagles twice. They're still going to play the Eagles twice. Yeah. But but fundamentally, I think that that they will they will eke it out. I think that the Jets also losing, you know, Brees Lightning. I think they will struggle. They've got to play the Bills twice. Uh, they've got to play the the Vikings. I, I just even though there's a few easier games in there, I think the Jets would win though. But I actually think the Giants tenacity. I think they'll pull it out. I think they will make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think you make a really good point there, Baz, as well about the Jets. Is like, like we, the Jets have been just awful for so long, and I've really enjoyed watching them this year. You know, I really have. They've been kind of the the, the, the underdog. They've been involved in some really really good games as well. Um, but losing Brees Hall is going to be massive for them. The way that he was playing, in in fantasy terms, he was fast becoming possibly even a first round draft next year, first round second round draft next year. You know, he is he's he's been an absolute revelation this year, and I think that's going to hurt them really really hard, uh, particularly coming up the the home straight. Um, the the Giants, look, I agree with you. I think the Giants will make the playoffs. Um, how far they get, not convinced. Um, but for, for the reasons you said, and for other reasons as well, Luke Barkley's back, and Barkley appears to be yeah. you know, back to the, the player that he was and should be. Um, so, so for all those things, you know, I do fancy the Jets to to make a run for it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good shout. It's a good one thing. Definitely, there's they've, they've got hype, haven't they? The both teams, and you know, where you know, seven weeks in into our uh, regular season, halfway through our fantasy season, you know. Seven more to go for us. The regular season's gone for ten to go with bye weeks and stuff. I don't. It's it'll be interesting. Be one to watch. It's yeah. it's, it's really and it's enjoyable, right? Because we're so used to them being definitely the Jets banned for so long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really good one. I like it, Baz. I like it. Really good one this week. Um. Okay. Let's move on to the second one. Uh, Flem, what have you got for us this week? Going for me next. Well, funnily enough, I'm going to follow on from something that Baz says. I'm going to talk about the Bengals and just the way that they are. What a joy it was to talk to him this week. Leading tackler for that Falcon defense. Now Burrow off the play fake. He's going to let one fly. Oh, he's got him wide open. And strolling in for the touchdown is Tyler Boyd. 60 yards. And the Bengals are on top two minutes in. Yeah, they were on top in that match. Both two minutes in, that was the the third play, I think it was of the yeah. of the of the, of the drive. Sixty yeah. yard completion. Joe Burrow at the moment, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, when the Bengals are at their best, when Burrow brings his A game, and he's bringing his A game a lot more recently. He's up. Yeah, but he's what's yeah, he's hooking up. But what's what's really exciting for me is, you know, the options he's got on on, on offense. He's got T Higgins. He's got Jamar Chase. He's got Tyler Boyd. Um, you know, who even as a veteran, you know, whatever you want to call him, 
Um, you know, there's loads of options, and he's making use of them. Um, you know, they all kind of got plenty yardage uh, at the weekend. Um, but on top of that, you know, their defence as well. Their defence have not conceded a touchdown in the second half of any game this season. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, no, well, and and you know, and you know what happens when you get a good stat? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, so that's going to be used a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I read that as well. Um, you know, so so while a lot of um, a, a lot of emphasis is going on their offense, and rightly so. You know, there's no doubt that the, that their defense is, is playing a hell of a job as well. Um, you know, you mentioned this just there, Baz. Um, how they're they're in that dogfight as well, potentially for that for that wild card place with the Jets and and, and some others. Um, but you've got to put them pretty heavy, and I think especially they've kind of gone a little bit under the radar from being Super Bowl last year sure. to not having the best start. You know, that first match they had Evan McPherson kind of. Nobody wanted to score a field goal or an extra point. Remember in the, in the very first game of the season, yeah. um, and uh, and and from that they've kind of flown a little bit under the radar. They're still three and four, is it? Four and three. They're four and three. Here's four my three. thing on this: they are tied with the Ravens on four and three. Mm. So, first of all, they've got a chance of winning their division, right? First of all, um, and then if they don't win the division, they're in the conference, uh, the wild card uh, dogfight with the Jets, the Chargers, predominantly. Colts might sneak up. Titans, if they don't win their division. So, so there's still a dogfight. But, but here's my thing, though, with, with, with the uh, Bengals is um, their schedule is not very nice. You know, they've got to play the Bills away. They have to play the Ravens away. They have to play the Chiefs away. They have to play the Titans at home. Um, the only gimmies you could say they've got is the Panthers and the Pats at home. Steelers, they should win, but it's still a dogfight because it's a divisional. Uh, and they've got to play the Browns twice. And God knows what's going to happen with the Browns because I believe Deshaun Watson's game back would be against the Bengals. Or it'll be mm-hmm. week one or two when he's back. Week two. And of course, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're two and five, but they're going to be spoilers. Whereas you look at the Ravens. They've basically got to play the Saints, the Bucks, the Panthers, the Jags, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Falcons. At seven of the games, you would think they're going to take them. They're going to play the Browns twice, and they're going to play the Bengals in a decider. So I think Ravens will win the division. I don't think the Bengals will catch them. The question is whether the Bengals can you know, stay ahead of the Chargers, who also have a slightly easier schedule. Um, and then that annoying little sneaky jets behind them. But it's great to see them doing what they do. They're just not running the ball as well as they did last year. They've no, dropped- no, they're not. Yeah, yeah. Mixon, Mixon's not not being used. I mean, Mixon's from, from what I've seen has been used a hell of a lot more as a receiver than he has been as a runner. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, they've got an incredible passing game. They have a great receiver depth. You said they're using the running backs in that game, but they dropped off. 20 yards, you know, since last season in terms of yardage gain versus the rush. They're using it less. Is that just the league dynamic in terms of the way the league's going? That's, of course, playing out in our fantasy league. But the question is, is that sustainable? I mean, we saw with, like, the Chargers the other week, like, you know, people like Derwin James making game-changing plays. Like, can you really be sustainable when you're that pass-heavy? I'm not so sure long-term. But that's, that's, that's just my view. The one, the one thing that jumps out to me on this, and it relates to fantasy, I love it that they're in a competitive division. I yeah. love it. They're in tight games. They're in. They're going to be fighting, to your point, Barry, all the way through to the last week for get that playoff spot or to win the division. I love that. 
I've got Joe Burrow. Yeah, I've I got Jamar, because you've got Joe I've got Joe Burrow. Burrow. I've, got, I've, got, I've got Chase. They're going to be fighting and scraping, scraping through, and you know they're not going to be benching people after three quarters because they're beating an awful team like I don't know the Texans or something. So um, that's my little. I like that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. Long way to continue. Long way to continue. Listen, I would yeah. say they're one of the most entertaining teams in the league is, 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 is what I'd finish on, you know, to yeah. watch. You know, as far as yeah, that goes, yeah. really, really entertaining and I'm really enjoying there's, watching there's, there's no doubt about it. I absolutely say, I'm saying it right now, game of the season, Bills, Bengals. So second last week of the season, right up to well card playoff race. That'd you be know, good. I think the two of them being two of the most dynamic offences. Okay, it's in Buffalo, which means it's probably going to be cold, maybe snowy. Yeah. But... But at the same time, like, wow, seeing those two against each other, that will be epic. That would be great. I'd love that. That would be our play. That'll be our uh, fantasy league final weekend as well, if it's the second from last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nice one. Oh, right, Fitz. Okay. What All about right. you, mate? My one this week is, uh, wait, can I saw Kurt Warner, right? Hall of Famer, quarterback, Kurt Warner, say that Brady and Rogers look exhausted and should pack it in. And I sat there. They say I might as well face the truth. I knew you were going to talk about this. <laughs> I mean, look, in all, in all seriousness, I saw that I saw that tweet from Kurt Warner, and uh, and look, I they're just both their teams aren't doing well. Yeah, the Bucks are still in it. I think they're like joint top of the division, uh, but Green Bay's lost three in a row for the first time in a long time. And I looked up. A few stats, just like you boys did, just because I was curious to it. Tom Brady, in terms of touchdowns, by this point in all of his seasons as a quarterback, including his rookie, this season is his second worst ever in terms of touchdowns. Unbelievable. And, yeah, I mean, is it? I don't know. Like it's three. I think he's got three, yeah. three touchdowns. Like, like it, it's it's crazy. In seven weeks, the only season he got a worse uh, start was his rookie season. Yeah, um, and it just made me think. I know stuff's going on behind the scenes with Brady, and he doesn't really look like he's all in. Rogers looks like he's sulking and not happy. He doesn't trust his receivers. I just, I is this it for them too? Are they both going out on lows? I, I, I can't see how either of them can really stay around much. Like Brady, definitely. Maybe Rogers will stick around. Yeah, and, I, I, I agree with you. I think, I think Brady's done after the season. I know when he when he said he should have gone, or when he when he said he was going to go and then changed his mind, he should have gone. And I think this is it for him. Um, I think um, he looks tired. He looks exhausted. He looks like his brain's not with it. Um, and look, he's got a multi multi million pound contract, like a broadcasting contract, waiting in the wings for it. What he's got yep. a contract with him for what, ten years or something? At some ridiculous amount of money yep. per year, guaranteed yep. for ten years, and and it's just sitting there waiting for him. Um, so I, 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 I can't see Brady coming back after this season. Rogers, the thing that I find really curious about this dynamic and about this Rogers and um, Brady chat is that when you listen to Brady uh, and talk about how poor uh, the Bucks are doing, he's very much in the all. Oh, we're all in it together, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we we win as a team, we lose as a team, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then you've got I find a wee clip here of. Um, Rogers because he went on the Pat McAfee show and in effect ripped his wide receivers a new one uh, and then got questioned about it kind of saying is that is that the best thing to do or not people don't think I need to hear that stuff out that's their opinion but I'm doing what I think is the best interest of our guys 
and I've tried a lot of different things from a leadership standpoint this year. And, you know, I was just relating my personal feelings on the situation. I didn't call anybody out by name. I'm alerting everybody that this hasn't been good enough and we all got to do a little better job. You know, if one of those guys has a problem with it, I'm right here. And I'd love to have a conversation. Yeah, and he says that, you know, I'm right here. Yeah, someone's going to speak to Aaron Rodgers in the Bay dressing room. Oh, I don't like what you said. Fuck off. You know, that's just, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and, I mean, sorry, I knew you were fun. No, 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 I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I mean, you, 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 your thought process is exactly the same as mine. So I'll be very public with this. I am not the biggest Tom Brady fan. Like, I, I'm, I'm just not. I've never warmed to the guy. But I cannot deny his leadership. I cannot deny his tenacity, his commitment and professionalism to the game and taking care of his body and what he's cheap, right? And you're absolutely right. He's worked with an assistant at the Patriots. He's worked with an assistant with his whole NFL career. And he's all about winning. And okay, he should have retired last season. Mm. He got the right team around him to get that Super Bowl uh, two years ago. Now he's in a situation where, yeah, maybe he's declined a bit. Mentally, he's not in the right place. He's had to deal with a few injuries, whatever. But to your point, he's not blaming the team. But he should retire, right? Because nothing will damage his legacy. Aaron Rodgers. Now, I, I watch ESPN all the time. So I don't know if you know who Stephen A. Smith is. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Proper, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He, he ripped him a new one this week. He ripped him a new one. But here's a guy who he constantly talks about Aaron Rodgers being like the greatest quarterback talent we've ever seen. Right? But I almost feel like that moniker of being a generational quarterback talent is actually eating him. Because it's like everyone recognizes he's actually technically a better QB than Brady is, but he's never been the leader and he never will be the leader that Tom Brady is. And we saw it from his antics of wanting to trade out of the Packers and then sulking back and buggering off to Jeopardy on TV and then coming back again. And mm-hmm. he, he doesn't ever seem to take accountability for his own actions. He reminds me a little bit of that rant I had about Russell Wilson two weeks ago. I was like, I, I, I mean, again, Russell Wilson operated within the Seahawks process, right? You know, Aaron Rodgers has been protected and guarded by, by, by the Packers his entire career. Devontae Adams leaves, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have the ability to nurture and grow you know, the receiver group around. You know you're just going to bag him. So, yeah. so as far as I'm concerned, he can jog on as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he was fantasy team. I, I respect his talent, but I think he's borderline become an arsehole. But you, I mean, hold on, hold on. Become an arsehole. Uh, we got respect his talent, but since they were six and zero last season, uh, Aaron Rodgers has been one of the worst quarterbacks in this in the oh, league. Yeah, his technical talent is very different from game management. We were at the game at Tottenham, you yeah. know, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and in the first half he looked mercurial. In the second half he looked like he didn't care, and at the end of the game he threw two, you know through two, two passes that were tapped down by, by the defensive lineman or the linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. So to turn around and say it was the fault of, of the wide receivers, no, you didn't get the ball to them. If they dropped it, fine. But yeah. it takes some accountability, you know, as far as, I mean, you know, in the same way, you know, we take accountability for taking bad picks. We take accountability in our jobs when we go to work. Like yeah. he is a prima donna and, and, and absolutely turned off to the guy. Is he washed up? No, he's probably going to end up out of, out of Green Bay at somewhere like McCaffrey did and to try and win a championship. So I don't think he's washed up. Um, I'd quite like him to be, to be honest with you. I'd quite like him to just go away now. 
yeah. this is where you happen. this is where you need the sound drop that in sync song bye 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 i know it is <laughs> i've not i've not got that one uh, well, anyway anyway <laughs> i'll tell, tell you what we can say about him though I've got that. Maybe a little bit I mean, harsh, but that, that's yeah, a bit harsh. But yeah, well, guys, that's that's what, that's what three things this week. We've uh, we had a good chat. Uh, Brady and Rogers. Maybe that's the end, uh, and 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 that's definitely the end of this segment. And uh, over to you, Flame, with our next segment. Okay, nice one, Fitz. Thanks very much for that. Right, it is time once again to have a recap of this week in the ASFL Fantasy Football League. Okay, week seven had lots of interesting matches. Uh, First up, your Chilton Stallions uh, beat the Essex Musketeers by 230 points to 169 points. The Auchengain Alligators, they cannot buy a win. Uh, they lose to the OBS Wolfpack, high-scoring OBS Wolfpack again, um, 192 to 234. Uh, the Manali Ballbags squeaked through against the Reading Renegades, 176 to 161. And the Bears Den Grizzlies remain top of the league, 6-1, and one, uh, by beating the Bifruit Sharks. Not just beating the Bifruit Sharks, absolutely hammering them by 231 points to 167. So where does that leave us in the league after week seven? Well, the Bears Den Grizzlies still on top out on their own with a 6-1 record. Both the Chiltern Stallions and the Benali Bobags are second and third with the 5-2 records. There's three teams with a 3-4 record. Uh, the OBS Wolfpack in fourth, the Essex Musketeers in fifth, the Five Fleet Sharks in sixth. And the two teams that will be missing the playoffs as things stand the Reading Renegades on a 2-5 and five record and the Ockingham Alligators on a 1-6 and six record. So, shall we go into some games, gentlemen? What do you can think? I just, can I just point out before we go that this is the Champ Champ podcast? Like, yeah. all of us are double champions. And it's no coincidence that we're all 1, 2, and 3 in the ladder. Just yeah. going to point that out. Ooh. I know. It, 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 it is good, you know, and it kind of shows us off for being, you know, amazing at this game. But at the same time, um, it does mean that we can't richly rip the piss out of someone who's here, which is quite disappointing. Actually. Yeah, usually that's a good fun if you've got like a yeah a lino is usually a good laugh when he's on and, and he's he's lost and he's in you know he's picking himself up off the floor. So yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, Fitz, shall we start with you? Please. Okay. Game one this week is the Chiltern Stallions against the Essex Musketeers, and the Chiltern. And Stallions stay in second place by beating the Essex Musketeers 230 points to 169 points. We'll hear from Fitz in a second. Let's hear what GM of the Musketeers, Paul, said when he phoned the Commissioner's hotline this week. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Paul here from the Essex Musketeers. Bad week for the Musketeers. Don't really want to talk about it too much as I really did want to beat the Stallions. Um, Stallions also broke our win streak. We were going for a third consecutive win. 
but these things happen. Normally musketeers ride horses, but it was the other way around this week. Anyway, next up, ball bags. Hopefully we can give them a good kick in the ball bags and get a new streak going. <laughs> All for one. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't like the fact you're saying ball bags and streak in the same sentence. I mean, that's not <laughs> that's not ideal. But listen, we've kind of touched on a few things already, Fitz. Um, mm. You know, brilliant week for you because a lot of the Bengals, to be honest. You got Joe Burrow, 43 yep. points. Jamar yep. Chase, 34 points. Yep. Um, what was really interesting, Campbell, the the linebacker from Green Bay, 22 points. Pick six, baby. Pick yeah, six. Pick six, baby. Whenever you get a pick six from a from a linebacker from a defenseman, you know, that's always that's always going to do that's always going to do well. Yeah. But happy this week, I take it. Uh obviously. Two wins on the row, uh bounce back. You know, after having a couple of bad weeks, uh, second highest t- scoring team in the league, my Bengals reliance, QB and WR coming good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, I was projected to lose by about 20 plus points to the Musketeers and projected scores mean not much, right? We know that like, anything can happen. Um, but with uh, AJ Brown on a bye, Miles Sanders on a bye, Stefan Diggs on a bye, my best receiver, uh, a couple of defensive players on a bye. Um, I don't think I should have won. So it's a really nice. And the Musketeers still haven't beat me ever. It's a long way to continue. <laughs> ever. Literally, ever. Zero oh. and three against me. He's been in the league two seasons, never beaten me. And long, <laughs> long way to continue. Does that mean he, he's never reverting back to his Musketeers? Oh, he's Musketeers until he gets a winning record. I told him this. He's the Musketeers until he has a winning record. Like, not against me, just generally, right? In life, at the moment, he hasn't got one. So uh, Mus- Musketeers are the Musketeers. But yeah, you. No, that's it. For them, I'm done. He, it was too, it's pathetic. I, I beat him. He's pathetic. He's as pathetic as the week before when, you know, I, I won handsomely as well. Um, so against the uh, Wolfpack. But we didn't have a pod that week, and I just want to mention that that the Wolfpack lost in their cup final, right? They fucking hate the Stallions, and we fucking rubbed their faces in it by like forty or fifty points or something. So I'm just mentioning it, Steve, right? Just mentioning it, yeah. Just mentioning it. Just mentioning right? it. Just, just, just mentioning it. Just to get it. Out of the way. Just to get winning it out of the way. record. Get that in. Get it up. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> Musketeers. Like we've talked about the Musketeers so much. They're they're two first round picks, and it's just not working for them. Three and four. Um, but you know, I we talked about the Bengals. They've got Mixon, and didn't really didn't really work out. You know, but no. still, eighteen points isn't too bad. But like when you're when you're on the other end of a battering like that, there's just not a lot that's really going to be, not a lot that's going to be said about it. Right, let's move on to match two, shall we? Um, and this is the one that we really like to talk about uh, because this is the Ockengain Alligators against the OBS Wolfpack. Uh, the Ockengain Alligators. Uh, 192. Look, not a bad score. 192. Not, bad. Not, a bad, not bad. Not a bad score at all. Very good. Um, but the OBS Wolfpack put in 234 points this week, uh, hammering them by a good 40 points. Let's hear what GM Broadwood of the Ockengain Alligators had to say when he phoned the commission's voicemail this week. I hate fantasy football. That's literally all he said. <laughs> Literally all he said. Fantasy football hates him as well, so it's all good, isn't it? So. Barry, do you feel sorry for him? No, because I really enjoyed it when he said the same thing last week when I beat him the week before. So yeah, <laughs> no, he can suffer. So he's he's the pantomime villain. He deserves everything he gets. So it was joyful. 
I mean, one in six. One in six. That's some bad shit going on. You know, some really, really bad shit going on. And, you know, he's still got Eckler. Eckler appears to be on his way back up now. You know, he scored 36 points from this week. So he's kind of turning a corner. Dalvin Cook, on the other hand, not so much. Um, Broad has been abusing him on Twitter again this week, calling him a fraud um, because he thought that worked for Eckler. So he's assuming (laughs) it's going to work for Cook as well. I don't see it somehow. Um, But look, he's, I think we all agree he's fucked, yeah? Oh god, yeah, he's and he's even super fucked this week because he's facing me, the Stallions, and uh, Eckler's on a bye. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that funny, is funny beautiful. Thing, the funny thing is, he 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 agreed a trade in principle with me, and then said, "No, no, 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 I want to wait a couple of weeks just in case I can sneak the playoffs." And you're like, "You you're not winning versus the Stallions next week, so just you know, give it up now." But no, I mean, that's interesting. Hope- that we're going to keep that on record just in case. Just in case. But I mean, yeah, you're right. He's not beating the Stallions. Uh, Let's hear what Steve, uh, current champ and GM of the OBS Wolfpack, had to say after this week. Hey there, Wolfpack GM here. What a week. Finally got another win after a pretty bad losing streak going on. Unfortunately for the Alligators, that's cost them and leaving them rock bottom. This week's going to be another tough one against the Sharks. It's looking tight. I've got a ton of questionables, but the Wolfpack are feeling confident. We hope we can do it. Let's go. Disappointed in that message because he didn't really put... Yeah. 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 I thought yeah, I was expecting that one. Yeah, he kind of expecting him to do a little wolf howl at the end, you know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell I think... you what, I mean, we, could, we could do one for them. In touch with the ground. Unlike me, Steve's got the hair to carry off that music. So, uh, good choice. choice. Yeah, Uh, no, that is true. That is true. Listen, yeah, I think I think we're all agreed the alligators in trouble. One more defeat will leave them one and seven. Uh, Look, the boy's an embarrassment. He knows he's an embarrassment, (laughs) and he's staying pretty quiet about it. But um, that's that's just the way it is, right? Game three, shall we? Uh, game three involved me, uh, the Benali Ballbags, against the Reading Renegades. I'll chat about it in a while. But first of all, let's hear what Lionel, GM of the Renegades, had to say this week. Lionel from the Renegades. Um, feels like the season's almost getting away from me. Uh, I thought I was going to sneak a victory this week. Not for the first time. I've gone into the lead... Uh, before the Monday night football and working up on the side of defeat. Uh, this time it wasn't particularly close because uh, I think he needed two points and he got 16. Uh, so, yeah, disappointing. Uh, yeah. So, onwards and upwards, obviously McCaffrey going to the 49ers. Uh, hopefully he'll be better this week, get more snaps, etc. Uh, playing Barry, uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, predicted to win at the moment, so I'm expecting to lose. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Need a, need a win stand there. It'd be lovely to be there. I mean, he's honest, at least. Uh, oh, Luke, I, I, my my match against Lionel this week was like watching third division Scottish football. It was absolutely bloody brutal. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, I, I beat him 176 to 161. I mean, it was so low scoring. None of my wide 
receivers or running backs scored a touchdown this week. Uh, and yet I somehow managed to, to eke out a win. And as, as Lionel said, I was two points behind going into Monday Night Football. I had one player left uh, who was uh, Roken Smith, the linebacker from um, the Chicago Bears. And you're never sure about that with a linebacker, are you? You know exactly what they'll do. But then first play of the game, he got a sack. And from there on in, it was plain sailing, um, which, which, which was good. He makes a good point about McCaffrey. I don't know what the move to the 49ers is going to do for McCaffrey's fantasy output. Uh, I I I think it can only go down. I mean, I I watched him play the game and the first few snaps, it was kind of like, oh, they're they're, they're using him as normal. You know, he had a couple of runs through the middle and a couple of receptions and it kind of looked like, oh, well, they're they're doing that. And then he just fell away. So, I mean, I don't know what you guys think. I I, I think, uh, you know, it's too early to tell. He's learning the playbook. I think he'll be streaky. I think you'll have big games and then you'll have average games. I don't think you're going to get consistent performance out of him. I'm, I'm going to be kind to Lionel, right? And say he got really unlucky. Like Lamar Jackson only getting right? Brees Hall getting injured. You know, yeah. he, he made some really good pickups. He picked up Kenneth Walker from the Seahawks and they got 30 points out of him. You know, he picked up George Kittle, right? Just to annoy yep. the hell out of the Gators who dropped him. Goes to yep. show the GM from the Gators yep. genius GMing. Uh, yep. But 21 points, he'd he done well, right? And it's not his fault, you know, the McCaffrey got, got picked off. You know, the only the only thing you could say to him that he's done wrong is he, he, he was celebrating Jerry Judy in, in week one when he thought he'd <laughs> and, and then it didn't happen. He's relegated the poor guy to the bench. The guy scored 16 points. So he's got a bit <clears> unlucky. <throat> I, I feel sorry for him. He's got a great QB. No, he didn't turn up. So no, I, no, I, 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 I do, I do. I, no, he, don't feel sorry for him. a little bit. Barry, Barry, Lino, there's one person who feels sorry for. It's not Lino. Lino's got the least amount of points scored than any other team. Worse than the Alligators. Yeah. They've got the least yeah, amount of points. And, and the one... But losing to the Bob Ags with 176 points. Yeah, it, okay. That's fair. Brutal. Okay, that's brutal. The one person I feel sorry for hearing his voicemail is Mrs. Lino. Because <laughs> if he's lost... How many games has he lost this year? Five, five losses, two five. wins. Right? Five weeks... She's woken up on a, on a Tuesday morning and he's been like that with that kind of tone of voice. Oh, I've lost again. Oh, my God. Like, I think this league needs to chip in a couple of quid and buy Mrs. Lino some flowers or something like by the end of the season because it ain't going to be a pretty Christmas in that household. At all. <laughs> um, but just, just one thing. Do you understand what the word schadenfreude means? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, literally just while we we're recording that, my phone has beeped. Uh, and I'm not shitting you at all. My phone has just literally beeped. Um, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, wide receiver Jamar Chase is expected to miss five to seven weeks with a hip injury that could send him to injured reserve. Oh, where's the sound effect? Explosion. I know. I don't. I don't have one. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Best I could do. <laughs> How you feeling? Um, I'm just looking it up on Twitter now. I mean, if he's out four to six weeks, he'll be back for the playoffs, and I'm going to make the playoffs, so I'm all right. If he was out the whole season, I'd be a bit upset about it. But if it's four or five weeks, I'm okay with that. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, should, yeah. we move our, should we move ourselves on to the last game? 
Okay, our last match this week uh, is the Grizzlies, our top of the league Grizzlies, um, who ran out uh, winners against the Byfleet Sharks by 231 points to 167. Uh, We will hear from our top of the table GM, Barry, in a second, uh, but let's hear what Nick, the GM of the Byfleet Sharks, had to say. So week eight, uh, review for the Sharks. Um, Playing the Wolfpack, beat them on week one, which uh, was a bit of a fluke, I think, actually. Um, I think. Yeah, I should point out that um, he obviously getting very confused about exactly what the hell's going on and what he said to do instead <laughs> when he phoned was actually not talk about this week but give a preview of next week. But let's let let's let's hear what you had to say. Anyway. So week eight uh, so, review for the Sharks um, playing the Wolfpack, beat them on week one, which uh, was a bit of a fluke, I think. Actually, um, I think now I've, after losing three in a row. Um, I've, my team has been exposed where I had high hopes of being the grease of uh, the uh, the fantasy league um, I don't think that's going to happen yeah he's, he's, he's realising I think <laughs> where his position is uh, in this thing he didn't even mention you at all Barry I think right, one of those just, moments where he thought he's banishing that memory <laughs> banishing he's like it never happens. I'm moving on. I, I tell you what, I, I admire his managerial style. He's like, I'm not going to dwell on the negatives. I'm going to move forward. Unfortunately, we're going to dwell on the negatives. He absolutely <laughs> smashed, uh, and quite deservedly so, um, which I very much enjoyed. Yeah, no, I mean, it was. It was, it was an absolute smashing again. And look, have, have you scored? I've not actually checked here at all. Have you scored under 200 points this, uh, this oh, yeah. week? Yeah, you okay. have this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a few dodgy weeks. I mean, I'm I'm not as high scoring as the Stallions or the, uh, the Wolfpack actually, but uh, I've been a bit more consistent, I think, than a lot of other teams. No, no, I've, I've had a few dodgy weeks. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Just and I think what's right I think what's impressive this 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 week is that you know he scored 231, which is a which is a huge amount. Josh Allen was on a bye. Yep. Um, you've still got Cordell Patterson. Out um, on 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 IR. I mean, I don't know if you want to 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 keep him or not, or what your what your plans are. You've got a few folk actually in your subs on on long term IR. You've got Brown from the um, from the Cardinals and TJ Watt as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, I made a conscious choice um, in week two, week three when when Patterson went down, that I was going to hold on to quality players and unless I felt that my lineup was absolutely decimated. I was going to keep them on the bench and hold them. Because what we've seen is a great example is like, you know, George Kittle. You know, George Kittle yeah. got injured, was dropped by the Gators, and then all of a sudden he's picked up by the Renegades. And yeah, they lost, but he scored 21 points. So, so I'm happy to hold on to Cordell Patterson. I'm ho- happy to hold on to Marquise Brown, you know, on the basis of they should come back. And, and you look at what I did at the start of the season. I, I picked up DeAndre Hopkins, knowing mm-hmm. full well he was out for six weeks, came back, and he, he scored 21 points in his, his first game back. So, um, I think I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. If I get caught out, I get caught out. But, you know, I, I caught a bad week for the Sharks. The Sharks. I had a good week. The defence really rocked up. I, I think that's the one thing I'm happy with. It. A lot of good defensive pickups on waivers. Got a very strong defence. Good kicker. Because if you look at me versus the Stallions, the Stallions have got an incredible wide receiving core. They've yeah, some good pickups from running back. But when you look at my team, I've got QB1, TE1, kicker two. 
my defense is up there. I've got linebacker one or two, linebacker six or seven. Like my, my defense is pretty stacked. So I'm relying on picking the right wide receiver core. I'm just lucky that Kamara's decided to start running again. Um, I'm sure, I, I've got a feeling I'm going to get found out. If it's annoying me, it's, I came into the season with absolutely no expectations. You know, gave away my first round draft pick, thought I'll dabble at this. And now I'm like, oh shit! I'm six and one. <laughs> I'm going to go it's to It's not playoff. where you wanted to be. And I'm like, oh, I've got hope now. And then, oh, and, and, then and it's I've, the hope I've, that I've got, and and we're Scottish, Barry. We know it's the hope that kills you. Exactly. And I've got the commission going. Oh, the Grizzlies are the luckiest team ever. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I, I don't want to care, but I do now. You got to care now. You've got to care. You, do, you, you do. can't. Well, listen, Listen, let, let, oh. let's because because we're we're gonna we're gonna leave it just before we 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 um preview next week's games. But I'm gonna throw something out to the three of us just now because I think the three of us are allowed to. We're we're one, two, and three, and I think it's probably fair to say we're gonna make the playoffs. And unless there's a disaster, the three of us are going to be in the playoffs. Okay, uh, right here, right now, at the midpoint of the season, which two teams are not going to make the playoffs? Mesh. Uh. Let me think about it. I got Barry first. Oh, it's a tough oh, absolute, really absolute. Tough. You kind of almost have to look at the teams quickly. I would say uh, the Gators are done for. Yeah, I think the Renegades will make the playoffs. I think the Renegades Renegades will do it. I think they've got enough talent there. It's between the Musketeers and the Bifleet Sharks, and that'll be down to whether or not Nick Walter falls asleep and forgets to make a change. Barry, Barry, or, Barry, Barry, give us a name. Give us a name. I think it will be the Gators and the Sharks. I think it'll be the Gators and the Sharks too. And I think it'll be the Gators and the Renegades, but the Renegades will miss out on a head-to-head record against the Sharks. So it'll be the same. They'll be on the same standings, but they'll be below them because of head-to-head. I reckon the Renegades will just miss out, and I think that will crush him. And we'll have to get a super big bouquet of flowers for uh, Mrs. For Lino. Mrs. Lino. <laughs> uh, you know that thing? is incredibly precise, mate. Incredibly precise. <laughs> but I will, I will say, if I, look, if I look at the Musketeers, I do think the team's weak. But mm. I don't want to say it because I really want Paul to get to the playoffs. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. The, truth. that's the truth. Yeah. Um, and I'd quite like to get Renegades to get there to just lose in the first round. That'd be great. Again. <laughs> Listen, boys, thanks a million for that. We are going to look ahead to week eight in the ASFL. Right, uh, looking ahead to this week, the Benali Ballbags take on the Essex Musketeers. We've got, as we've said already, the Ockengain Alligators, bottom of the table, against the Chiltern Stallions. The OBS Wolfpack take on the Byfleet Sharks, and top of the table, Bears Den Grizzlies take on the Reading Renegades. Uh, we will see what happens at this point uh, next week. Uh, after week eight, we're, say we're at the half point part of the season. We will see where it leads us going into week eight. But that is the end of your ASFL roundup for this week. Okay, so thanks for that, Flem. Um, Guys, as always, any other business? And uh, this week, just wanted to touch on one quick one, really, unless you've got anything yourselves, uh, and that's our missing episodes. So people who've been listening 
very kindly chipping in and uh, downloading on Spotify, on Apple, uh, you know, podcasts and, and whatnot. You know, we've got hundreds of people downloading now, which is great. People are listening to our name chat and banter and uh, and the various lineups we have week in, week out. Um, you will notice, guys and girls out there around the world, we've done, this is our uh, eighth uh, week. We did a, an episode or two before the season started, uh, but we've missed two weeks of the season. And just wanted to come out and say to you all, if you're still downloading, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us. We're getting there. We're finding our way through this. We're, we've all got day jobs. Um, you know, Flem's doing a great job producing and editing the, you know, the podcast week in, week out on top of his day job. Um, you know, he's playing with his soundboard today, which is lovely to see him. Like He's like a little schoolboy. You know, <laughs> I've got a wee grin on my face. And the yeah, good got... thing as well is that yeah. like, we're recording this on Thursday evening. Well, it's, it's 10 o'clock on Thursday evening. Yeah. Because I've managed to do that, we should have this live by midnight which is great. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. So this will be quicker. We hope to be more consistent. You know, God forbid, we might even do an extra pod now and then just to try and make up for those two oh, missing weeks. Me. Honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, guys, we wanted to call it out and, and say, you know, if, you've, if you're listening today, if it's first time, great. Welcome. If it's more, it's not your first time and you're wondering what happened to that week, where's your, where's your pod? um you know we can just say bear with us we're, we're learning as we go we've none of us have podcasted before we're all in our 40s we've all got kids and we've all got jobs and um so yeah we'll hopefully be a bit more consistent going forward uh as consistent as the alligators are consistently bad in the anglo scott <laughs> fantasy football league um guys, any indeed of, but it oh, makes us are. happy though it makes us it so does happy. it does um any any other business for me review before we wrap up tonight yeah have you got a replacement for jamar chase yet uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, I was quiet for that last segment because I was literally firing on Twitter going, what's going on, what's going on? <laughs> Looking at my lineup, can't make any changes. Uh, it, it brings this week's result closer in projected scores. So okay. yeah, alligators might have a shot. Alligators might have a shot. Um, oh, my... it's, the hope, it's the hope that kills you. Give him some hope. Go on, give, throw the game. Some... Throw the game. <laughs> well, I could throw him the game and then just get, you know he gets his second win of the season, starts catching up on the renegades. But yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'll look at it later on. Probably when I'm sat in bed and I should be asleep, I'll be looking at my phone probably. Yeah. So, uh, isn't that yeah. the best time to do fantasy football? Yeah. So I, I have one quick one, which is I missed the mid-season summit. Did we come to conclusion you know, on the ball bags changing their logo on their helmet to something? We did. Oh yeah. We... Now, I, now, see, I don't even know about this either. Like, tell me, so, tell me. So. Uh, Every year we have uh, two. We have usually two summits in the league. We have eight people in our league, as, as you might have heard on the previous pod, and we have a summit kind of at the end of season awards and congratulations to the winner, blah blah blah. But we always have a mid-season summit where we discuss rule changes, and it's a majority rules. So five of the eight have to vote for something for it to be enacted. You know whether we include points for a sack or, and we moved uh, to a PPR league uh, a few years ago, and. Uh, yeah, last night we had 10 propositions to vote on. The first one was the ball bags need to change their name, and it passed 7-1. to one. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. So, uh, yeah, the Banali ball bags now have to uh, look at uh, changing their franchise logo for next year and their name. So, what, what, what am I going to do with this? I've spent so much time trying to find a song that would fit with the ball bags. You can use it. You can use it, use it for the rest of the season, for the rest of our pods this year. You've got your franchise name. You might even win this year with that, but you've got to change it between now and next season. 
I mean, you could just call yourself the banali fireballs and then make it quite simple. Okay, right? but, but, but I like alliterations. That doesn't you know work. I mean? there, there, there was nothing wrong with your name. The point is you didn't. You don't have a logo that matches your name. It does, though. It's it matching. doesn't. You've got a quadrophenia. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the underwear called Bobags? Yes. What There's is their logo? There's a website for it. Yeah, I've seen it. But their logo is the quadrophenia with the star. Uh, uh, Look, I'm trying to get. Are, are I'm trying to get some. I am trying to get some free shit. Stop it. Yeah. Well, until, until you get sponsored, your testicles need to be unsure. Once right, you, you get, get sponsored, well, you okay, can put Bobags. Okay, well, 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 in that no. in that case, can I come up with another separate proposition then? If I manage to get Bobags the uh, underwear garment company to sponsor in some way, or if I can get some free ball bags from them, will the league allow my name to remain the same? We'll have to take that to the league at the end of the season somehow. Oh, so shut up your democracy no, shit. No, you just no, take I'll a decision. I'll tell you what, okay, as commissioner, I'll tell you right now, there's two problems here. One, your logo doesn't match. That's what Barry's <laughs> saying. Two, your logo and your name isn't child-friendly, right? So... There's two problems. Oh, here. because this pod's so child friendly. <laughs> yeah, it is your fucking twat. You fucking prick. <laughs> Listen, look, uh, you've got a season to sort it out. You've got half a season to sort it out. We've got a WhatsApp group where you can go and protest. The seven of us against one of you said your logo is not fit for purpose. Your team yeah, name well. is not fit for purpose. So you need to sort it out. Go and try and get some sponsorship or free shirt off this company. And maybe that will make people change their minds. Feel free to go and try it. And I, I used I used to like you lot, but you're a bunch of pricks. And I'm glad this is on. I'm glad this is going live tonight, so I don't have time to edit out how I actually feel about you. Uh, seriously, you won't even. You've not even been called the Banali Ballbags the whole ten years we've been doing it. You've had a different. Doesn't matter. Name. It's a good name. What were you before? The Edinburgh called? Arseholes. There you go, Edinburgh Arseholes. That was so even you, worse. That was that was. Eh, eh, it's about the same. You, would, you wouldn't want that logo on your helmet. That's for no. Sure. I mean that that's you know that's one of the reasons why it changed. I'm not going to lie. Well, to be honest, your logo now matches that name better than it does the current name because it's kind of like a target, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you know. Anyway, can we leave it because I am, I am, I am, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> okay, you can go and lose your shit and uh, stare at your phone while I go and work out what the fuck I'm going to do about Chamar Chase. See you guys. Bye.